Hello and welcome back to the British and Irish Eagles podcast. We are back, baby, and it is good to be back. Training camp has started. We've been tracking how they've all been doing their reps, their catches, their touchdowns, their sacks, their interceptions, their drops. We've been looking at it all and all the beat writers reporting out of Philadelphia itself. And we've got a special podcast today, as we always do in the offseason. We are welcomed by a very, very good friend of the podcast who I will let Phil introduce in just a second. But before I do that, Mick, how devil are you, sir? I'm fantastic, mate. Can't wait to get in there. But uh, training camp noise and what's what's been happening around the Eagles. And it's getting exciting because it's getting towards the season. So look forward to it. I know we've got a we've got our NFC East special draft, which we're gonna do today. So Phil, I'll I'll bring you in, sir. How are you? And introduce our illustrious guest, please. <laughs> yeah, good friend of ours. Um yeah, no, I'm good, man. Still um, waiting to start my job, so I'm technically unemployed. So all the prep work for tonight has been done by me because I have nothing better to do with my life. Good man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we've we've got uh, one of our one of the uh, shall we football boys with us tonight, AJ. Um, yeah, boy. I bang on quite a lot about as uh, um, a one of the podcasts that's quite. Uh, a firm fixture in my listenership so I'm um, it's every week listening to AJ Ryan and Colt who have um, started out on this lowly podcast a couple of years ago just making each other laugh and especially me and everyone else listening and now they're sort of big time almost too big time for us because we've only got one of them tonight uh and um, <laughs> but I'll introduce you now to AJ Jay just want to um how you doing man I'm I'm good, Phil. I'm also waiting for you to get a job. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome, uh, AJ. It's great. It's it really is great to have you on the podcast. Um, I, I'm a, another listener myself of Shall We Football podcast, and it's one that we all enjoy. If you don't listen to it out there and you're listening in, where can we hear you, pal? Uh, well, if you go to at SWF underscore podcast on. Um, well, geez, fellas, I was about to say Twitter. Don't go there. You won't find us there. What you need to go to is X. I'm assuming .com. I don't know if they managed to wrangle that one. I don't know if that was taken or not. <laughs> but I guess go to what go to the artist formerly known as Twitter, and you can find us at SWF underscore pod. And now um, we are packed with with real Razball flavor. That's at Razball or at Razball NFL. Um, they give us all the juice that we need to do our, our good football stuff. Amazing. Absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Looking forward to getting into the podcast today, guys. So just by way of an agenda for those listening live, we are live tonight. We're not often live, but we are live this evening. And those listening to all of our streaming services, uh, agenda is as follows. We're going to look and talk about some of the training camp news stories that have come out so far. We'll look at some of the battles that we talked about with Ellie Shore Parks last week. And we talked about with Coach Singleton um, see how the running backs are doing that. He's got them all working in tandem <clears throat> this last week. Um, after that, we are going to go into the big part of this podcast, and that is to do our NFC East draft, where myself, Mick, Phil, and AJ are going to draft our best sleeper team, our best offensive sleeper team, on sleeper, obviously. And the winner of this during the season is going to 
ask the loser to donate a fixed sum to charity. So we're going to do a few of these games this year, try and raise as much money as, as charity as we can. And I am the reigning champion. So um, I hope you're all quaking in your boots from last year. Although I didn't get to win anything last year. So I'll sold a lot. I will come last this year and have to donate money to charity, which is absolutely fine by me anyway. So without any further ado, folks, let's get into some training camp discussion. And Mick, I'm just going to bring you in first here. <clears throat> if you've got... Have you got anyone in particular in mind who you've looked at in training camp or a couple of people in training camp who you've been really impressed with or surprised with, I suppose, who maybe you weren't expecting to see shine as much as they have so far in camp? You know, there, there, there is a, a guy that that's been, talk, been talked about training camp so far, and I don't know if I'm entirely happy with it, and that man is Kevon Wallace. Mm. He, he has been getting a lot of reps alongside Reed Blankenship at safety with the first team 11 on 11s. Now, I think everyone knows my feelings on Kevon Wallace. I really liked him when he when we drafted him from Clemson. And since day one, from day one to now, he's never impressed me. He's never impressed. What he's done on the field, uh, what he does in practice has just been blech. Not interested. Um, and I, I didn't even want him on the roster last year, if you remember. So it surprised the hell out of me to to see the beat writers um, talk about Kayvon Wallace taking first team reps, even though we know we've got a problem um, in the in the backfield with the safeties. Reed Blankenship looks to be the number one safety, and it's just who's going to start next to Reed Blankenship. Obviously, we took Sydney Brown in the draft. We're expecting a lot coming from this guy there's a lot of hype around him and from the front office they said you know he was one of the guys that they had, what was it they, they marked him green or something on the draft board that it was a guy they definitely wanted um in the building but he's been taking most of his reps with the third team at the moment which you know you expect from rookies and things like that we also brought in terrell edmonds who aj will be very familiar with from his steelers fandom um mm -hmm. But Kevon Wallace is getting the reps, and I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how to feel. Just bringing AJ on that there. Um, give us your Ed, your Edmonds uh, take, AJ. You, you see him suiting up as a starter for the Eagles this year. Do you think his potential is never going to be filled? What's your What's your feeling on on him now he's gone? It, it's forever skewed, and it's for what you just said. He was a first round draft pick, and he needed. He's next to another first round draft pick that the Steelers didn't make, but they traded for, and that's Minka Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. And when oh, they played next shy. to each other, I mean, it was, um, it was pro in college basically. So, uh, but the, I mean, the Eagles didn't draft him. So the Eagles don't have to worry, don't have to, you know, think about in the back of their mind, we did not get what we paid for here. They probably will get what they paid for. Um, hopefully he's not going to be a central a focal point. Um, in the second in the uh safety room but i don't know i mean he can he can fill he can fill run lanes um i he might i don't think he's a liability in coverage but i don't think you're going to get what you got last year yeah i mean it's a bit it's, it's one of those position groups which is up in battle at the moment you've talked about it already mick that um i think we'll just be happy if we get a standard producing safety who doesn't like screw up too often so if we if we can get that out of him and, he, and he's serviceable in one of the positions that harry roseman does not value <clears throat> as we've seen with um cjgj going this year with the unwillingness unwillingness to pay him what he thought he deserved um and 
obviously our thoughts go up to, to him now with the injury he's had. No one wishes an injury on anyone. Um, but maybe he shouldn't have been talking smack about the birds the other day. I don't know. No birds. Terrell Edmonds, he's part of a family of like his his brother. Uh, I do believe it's his brother, Tremaine Edmonds, former first yeah. round draft pick. These guys are like, I mean, you're you're gonna get a dude that 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 plays uh, that plays hard and has all the physical skills to do it. I don't know. Maybe the Eagles can unlock something that that wasn't gonna happen in Pittsburgh because the physical tools are absolutely there. I hope so. I hope so. Phil, what about you? You got anyone you've been looking at in camp um, while you're not working? I'm sure you've been scouring over every tweet from every beat writer. What's going on? He's doing well. Um, you know, I, I, apparently, you're not looking after your, your baby, but you know. Uh, well, that's that's what I was going to say. I'm saying like <laughs> I, I might be unemployed, but I'm not like sat around, you know. <laughs> trying to break my own personal record or anything. If, if um, you if you knew what uh, what the, what were they microfacial expressions, you could have seen Phil's face do this thing that uh, if you translated said like "what baby?" question mark. <laughs> I know it was very subtle, but it was there. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, twitch of the lower lip to the left quadrant. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. no, there's two the two things on that one. It's the first night he's only literally just got down. Now it was a bit of panic. One time we decide to go live, he decides to uh, um, just start being normal, like not sleepy, not tired, just like, yeah, this is like middle of the day for me. So that was a bit of a panic. But um, back to the more and more. Uh, oh, do you mean the important stuff. question? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 important yeah, question, right. yeah. Um, well, Mick, as as people, as our, as our members will know, has been publicized. Mick's done a fantastic job of tracking all the the training camp noise that's been going on on the um all, all sides of the ball um but there's one particular bit that i did streak struck my attention which was uh derek barnett getting um his contract <laughs> restructured which Wait. derek derek who what's his full name derek fucking barnett um <laughs> he as anyone who's been listening to us for a while will know um he's a particular penchant of mine to uh to get criticized back in the days when we were flag eagles flag he was the main culprit and uh oh, those were the days it's safe to say we all wanted him gone but he seems to have stuck around he's but he's restructured the contract and it's now more team friendly and more appearance based which based on his injury history is good for the team and at the end of the day at least indicating that he's not the um he's not anywhere near the starting um like um uh, defensive line um group so he's obviously on the periphery and he's probably you know for what it's worth when he wasn't causing flags he was making a few decent plays um so i guess it's good to still have him around and i, and I said to make the other day I, i'm ready to be hurt again so um let's hope that he comes in and he he, he doesn't go back to his old place and be uh head of the bonehead cafe so i get there's, <laughs> there's a there's a quote there mick which i think we're gonna need to like extract i guess it's good we've still got him around i just want to see how long that quote lasts this season <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the left field here. Um, you know, I've been looking um, at the wide receiver uh, position at the moment. <laughs> there is, I mean, it's become more and more evident as if we didn't know that we have the, the best one, two wide receiver punch we've ever had in the, in the Eagles, certainly in the last 20 years, probably ever. Um, in terms of talent and production, we've seen it over the last <clears throat> season and we're seeing it in training camp. I know it doesn't mean a lot, but they are just absolute studs. Jalen Hurts is picking them out deep to Brown across the middle and um, cutting down into the corner 
of the touchdown end zone um, to Smith. I mean, he's he's literally just carving carving the field up and finding his men again and again with those two. I, I don't think I think <clears> there <throat> was maybe one out of the six eight of the sixteen to twenty targets they've had so far where it wasn't a reception. And that wasn't a drop. That was a, a pass breakup, I believe. So um, the the actual <clears throat> level that they're operating at is insane. But that's not what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about the wide receiver wide receiver three position because there are a few um, wide receivers who are um, up for that position. Um, and there's one, Joseph Ngata, who out of nowhere has been getting some reps um, and making some plays and making some catches. Uh, Covey has supposed to has has looked better. So is Kane. Um, Zacchaeus has looked okay. I think he's made a couple of really big splash plays, but not a lot of consistent targets from what I've seen either. I've just found that wide receiving room is going to continue to be one of the more interesting rooms, specifically wide receiver three position, as we get closer and closer to preseason and during preseason to see what those guys do turn up and do in games. We know it doesn't often mean a lot, and it means what happens when they get their chance on the field and they do get a chance to suit up on game day Sunday. <clears throat> but um, it's been interesting to see the guys that are fighting for those positions, most of the chat being that they're doing a good job. We're not hearing, we're not hearing bad news coming from that side of the camp, so... I don't know, Mick, have you, have you seen similar? Oh, he's on mute on live TV. He's on mute. Unbelievable. Fine. Unbelievable. That is a fine. I'm, I'm not in this cold, so I'm trying not to sniff up my microphone. Um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's the excuse anyway. Um, no, I, th I think wide receiver three is going to be a good camp battle this year, especially with all the, the young new DFAs that, that we have. And with you know what we got out of Quez last season wasn't perfect. He, he seems to be a camp darling. He, he was great last camp. Um, and he, he looks again to be pretty good this camp. He's turned up in great shape and he's catching the balls that are thrown his way. And that, that's what we need to see. That's what we spoke about when we were talking to uh, ESP last week. You know when his numbers called, you need someone reliable that's going to catch the ball because. Let's face it, nine times out of ten, the ball is not going to come his way. It's going to go to AJ Brown, it's going to go to Devontae Smith, it's going to go to Dallas Goddard, it's going to go DG. to it's going to go to Swift, um, making catches out of the backfield as well. So we've got so many options. But the thing is, and Nick and Nick Sirianni should like be preaching this and, and, and know this, being a previous wide receivers coach himself, that they can't run routes and then stop because they know they're not getting the ball. That's unacceptable. And we saw Quez do that quite a few times. Last year, we saw him do it in the Super Bowl, which is, for me, unforgivable. Um, and there's a lot of there's a, there's a a lot of young guys nipping at his heels. You see Joseph Ngata out of Clemson. He's, he's got the pedigree. He's got the size. He's got the look about him. Um, Dion Kane's another one who was the USFL MVP in, in the championship game over there. So, I, I mean, Quez's position is precarious at the moment. And he has to step up. He has played well. I mean, it's not like we've heard him do. I say play well. I mean, in training camp, um, he's he, he's done well in training camp. That's that's the news we're we're hearing out of camp. His speed is obviously there. It's always been there. Um, but it is interesting. You, you you talk about his position really being up for up for it to go here because Sirianni has been saying in his press conferences that you know 
Quez is the number three guy. They believe in him. They want him back this year, and they've got competition. Obviously, we know a lot of that is just lip service <clears throat> because um, he wants Quez to be given as much opportunity as he possibly can. But you, you mentioned you mentioned a player there um, who wasn't a wide receiver catching the ball, and that's DeAndre Swift. And AJ, I wanted to bring you in here on the running back room for the Eagles because it is one of the most talked about rooms um, in it. I'd say probably in the NFL in terms of who is going to be the starting running back. When you look at DeAndre Swift, you look at Rashad Penny, both been number one running backs. Kenneth Gainwell, we saw how well he played in the playoffs. Boston Scott has always been good when he's been looked to. Trey Sermon coming out of college was supposed to be an absolute hit wonder and has done, um, again, what seems like really good things in training camp so far. Looked good in the on the practice squad last season, Coach Singleton talked highly of all five of these guys and basically said all five of them had a chance of being the running back one. Now, we know it's probably going to be Swift or Penny, but just from your two pence, AJ, like, who out of those guys do you see taking that number one running back position? I mean, if they say if they say healthy is, an, is another question altogether. Uh, yeah, I can give you both of my Richard pennies. I think it's going to be DeAndre Swift because he's got <laughs> the ability to do everything. Um, I think it's interesting that he's getting uh, he's getting snaps in the slot. You guys have an in with the running back room for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Is there is 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 this? Do you think this will be enough for? I think it's Swift. I think it's Swift. It's got to be. It's got to be Swift, right? He was. He was brought in, and this might be a one A one B situation, but mm-hmm. I think Swift, yeah. does Swift get like McCaffrey treatment? Does he does he line up everywhere and anywhere? Because I certainly think he's got the ability to do it. I think he's that talented. So I think when we spoke to Coach a couple of weeks ago, Coach, um, it was a really interesting podcast for a number of reasons, and I'm not just saying that. First was how he's going to use the Eagles' room moving forward. Uh, running back room moving forward and how he believes the running back room should be used around the league. And that is, um, every, you know, you need a room full of running backs. You, you run by committee. You don't run by workhorse. Um, and he was, <clears throat> and he talked about Swift and he talked about his p- catch, p- catch, pass catching ability. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that was hard to get out. Um, and he also talked about Richard Penny's yards per um, yards per game, yards per average per game. Every time he, he made a rush, um, and he talked about all, the rest of it. He talked about Trey, talked about Kenny G having a good run. He talked about Boston Scott. I genuinely think he wants a running back room that is good and ready for every occasion. I personally, if Penny and Gainwell are fit, I don't see Swift getting like 70% of the running back snaps or like 60% of the running back snaps. Perhaps he does, yeah, he does line up in a different area of the field. I can. I personally see it more as a one A one B dynamic. I think he's going to use Penny as the as the workhorse, um, uh, and he's going to use Swift as the you know check down guy um, between the tackles guy. Um, that, that's how I see it running. But I think a lot of it is is to do with the the injuries that happen, um, either in training camp or during the season, or don't happen at all. What about you, Phil? Where are you seeing it right now as we sit here? It's exactly as you said, and obviously we coach basically said it all when he was on the podcast saying that, you know, you've got so many different options and there's no such thing anymore. His, his belief of an every down back, it's not sustainable for a human being to run through a brick wall 17 times a game. And I think when you've got someone like 
Rashad Penny coming in on a cheap deal basically because he's injured all the time. Um, he's not going to be a guy who's going to be doing that either. And I think the fact they've got five more than serviceable running backs in the building and they can use them in any way they see fit, um, depending on each individual back's skill set, will be will give the offensive coaching staff a a, a more than adequate skill set to use themselves they can decide how they want to run them in each play and like, and like um aj said with their with swift and and him lining up pretty much wherever it could be a sort of mccaffrey role i mean that would be great if we could have a player like that that's sort of a bit of the enigma can maybe can throw a touchdown pass like uh McCaffrey did last season as well, and that would be even better. But, <laughs> is that um, a, bold, a bold prediction coming from no, no, <laughs> not, not even mm. slice. But if we're I like talking, that. I like that. talking fancy fancy plays and, and the ability to sort of run out anything they want, I think it's it could be better. I think we'd both feel a bit more comfortable if we had a solid RB one. I think, despite what we're saying, you, you want you want your guy, and because Miles Sanders is gone, and pretty much everyone apart from Gamer and Scott. And suppose Sermon as well are the only people returning, and neither one of them were are a sniff at an RB one. Maybe the game well could become one, but I just don't think he could. He he really will be. But um, I think overall, I just it's I'm happy with the situation because I like the flexibility and the room for creativity and and seeing what's going to happen excites me. But hey, if it doesn't get off to a good start and it can't start the running game. It's not something you can easily fix. I mean, I'm going to put this question out to all three of you here. Name me a defense, a defense that could stop this play, right? Run action, um, a, a run action play, right? Pass action play with Jalen Hurts takes the ball. Um, we've got um, Swift coming behind, fakes the handoff. Swift turns off to the side, goes around the the lines for the check down. You've got AJ Brown. You've got Devontae Smith. You've got Dallas Goddard running a seam route. Right, you've, and at the same time, Jalen could break off and rush the ball. I mean, how is? And then you've got Quez taking it to the house, going downfield looking for the long ball. I mean, who is going to stop that play with all those options? No matter what happens, unless the offensive line completely collapses, of course. <laughs> I mean, Formidable. it's crazy. It really is. It's it's. it's like, so we're just talking about the running backs at this specific time, but yeah, when you put it all first game of the season, when all those options are on the field and it's game time, it's serious. This isn't training. This isn't spreading it around. This isn't trying to find out about stuff. This is go time, and and you've got <laughs> those options. It's. I mean, Patriots. Even Bill Belichick is going to struggle to uh, to manage that. I think. Well, he's also going to struggle to watch the Barbie film, which he says he won't watch. He apparently prefers Oppenheimer. Who, 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 who was actually? Anyone seen that here? I ain't. Uh, my my fiance's been twice already. Oh, AJ, yeah. I'm sure you've been. To, I'm sure you've been to Barbie, AJ. Uh, I haven't. Not not exactly Hannah's bag. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm I'm in love with a hippie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, all right, good stuff. Uh, okay, on the defensive side of the ball, just looking at uh, what we've seen in training camp so far, there's been a lot of talk. And I bring you in here, Mick, about Mr. Nolan Smith. Ooh. How excited are you by this bulldog and what he can do? Have you heard about, by the way, before we go to that, we heard about the Eagles Bulldogs uh, WhatsApp group. Apparently it's kicking off. Yes. I thought it was it Jordan Davis that was asked about it at the podium. Yeah. He said, got a WhatsApp group and we walk each other's dogs and take care of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Pet each other. I just really hope it wasn't a, a euphemism, you know. <laughs> but uh, whatever you're into, 
Um, but no, Nolan Smith has been killing it in camp, and I've heard from numerous beat writers, numerous sources, you know, online that have said Nolan Smith could be the steal of this draft when he was mm. taken. He fell all the way down to thirty. We were talking 30. pre-draft that we would be happy taking him at tenth overall. Yeah, and it turned out we we got Jalen Carter at nine. And then we, and, and Nolan Smith built all the way down to 30. How did that happen? The guy is an athletic freak. It's already been mentioned by a lot of the beat writers. They're saying not only is he is he have elite speed off you know uh, off off the edge, setting the edge, but he's also been really good in coverage as well when they're dropping him as you know that outside linebacker. Um I think he, he had Boston Scott completely covered on, on one particular rep. And I mean that guy's the hate of shite. It's, he must be really difficult to go. <laughs> I know. But I'm getting, not, I'm getting no big Mick and Parsons difficult. vibes here, Mick. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean that's 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 massive to put, to put it against him, especially you know yeah he, he is still a rookie and he will have limited snaps probably on the edge because we have guys like Hassan Reddick, we have Josh Sweat, we have uh, Brandon Graham still. Um, Derek so, Barnett. Derek Burnett, Derek fucking Burnett, to use his Sunday name. Uh, so, so I mean, this guy's still the fourth option on on a defensive line that's that's constantly rotating, and I'm really excited to see this guy. I hope he gets as many reps as possible because he's just so. And and the way he speaks as well, the way he carries himself, he just seems like a franchise guy. He looks like a guy you can sort of build a defense around because he's just so likable and you can see his leadership qualities coming through already and we're only what a couple of weeks into camp unbelievable i'm i'm not very okay in my in my about like 10 years into the nfl now and just there's still certain formations i'm not quite completely with so <clears throat> when we're talking about the defensive line here have any football teams in the past just had one defensive tackle and four defensive ends, like a five front, one D tackle in the middle, trying to take on the center of someone else and just have like four defensive ends, just like fly around. AJ, I feel like you'll know the answer to this question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, we ran that when I was, God, I must've been in middle school. It's called the yeah. five, two. It, it's, it's a variation of it. it's five down linemen. And the, the, you know, it's a, a nose tackle. And then the two defensive tackles can be defensive ends or defensive tackles or whatever. Yeah. Technically, they'd be defensive tackles. But I don't know if you've watched uh, – I'm sure you've watched the Steelers uh, whenever Dick LeBeau was still the defensive coordinator. And it would just be a line of eight guys. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, you know, just pray, say your prayers sort of. It, you know, <laughs> no one knows who's coming. It could be the, the safety coming down and a defensive lineman dropping back. But at some point, Phil, that just becomes like, especially with what the Eagles have, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because yeah. it very well could be Nolan Smith in the defensive backfield. And then he's coming up and blitzing um, yeah. for a safety blitz. Or, yeah. frankly, you guys are lucky enough that dude is probably athletic enough to play safety a little bit. Yeah, he probably, he probably could. I mean, I'm just I'm just imagining now like you've got um you got Hassan Reddick and Nolan Smith in the linebacker position, like off the ball, right? You've you've got you've got um you've got Derek Barnett and you've got Sweat and Graham on, on the defensive end, defensive end on either side, and then you've got Jordan Davis and Jalen uh, Carter in the middle. I mean you don't you don't even need Fletcher Cox in there. Can you imagine those like six, seven guys just absolutely pulverizing teams i mean you'd have to get that ball off pretty quick I, I don't think that 
this defensive line. I think this defensive line is going to do things reminiscent. I don't know if your fandom goes back this far, but like um, the well, last year when we nearly broke the records. Well, I'm talking like (laughs) New York Giants um, having no business playing with, let alone beating the Tom Brady led undefeated Patriots, where all they did was rush four, Mm. and that was you know, it was game over for the greatest quarterback of all time, even. So, yeah, like just the rotation, these guys would be fresh all game. You guys have to be so we're excited. And I didn't I didn't admit that I enjoyed anything Philadelphia related (laughs) until like 18 months ago. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I feel like a lot of Eagles fans would have told you that if they weren't around for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Phil, Phil probably told you that, to be uh, fair. 2020 was not enjoyable. <laughs> we started this podcast in November 2020, and oh my God, uh, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a time. I mean, yeah, I don't know how we lasted the rest of the season and decided to continue on into 2021 at one point, but we did. We did. Phil, is there anyone else on the defensive side of the ball that you've been particularly impressed with? I know we've talked about uh, Blankenship. Have you been keeping an eye on any of the the cornerbacks, uh, Zach McPherson, Maddox, Goodrich? Um, no, <laughs> not the cornerbacks. Cor- <laughs> um, I was going to touch. It's on not really the position line. groups that you look at, is it? Too much. You're looking at the offensive line, defensive line, and the wide receivers. And the, well, and yeah, the you've got. Yeah. Well, you've, you've got you've got Bradbury Slay and whoever else is coming yeah. in to back them up, and I think that's that's all you really need to touch on those. And it would be more concerning if there was um, plenty of news on the cornerback because that would probably be a bad thing for True. the two stars that we've got. Um, but yeah, Jalen Carter on the defensive line has. For, for, for me, like I've said before, I get bothered by external stuff. I can't shake it as much as other people can. So I was a bit nervous him going in. I was like, this guy's going to have to... Yeah, we talked about every- this on the pod. Yeah. Yeah, be everything um, and more. And I think he's, he's, he's doing that. And I think he got off to a blistering start, sacking quarterback on the first training play or sacking. I know it's training camp and sacks are, is a loose term, but... To, to, to attack camp from the off is a good sign. And obviously he's um, he's impressing everybody, you know, going in on one, one-on-ones with Landon Dickinson and um, and getting strong praise from from the King, Kelsey, um, in the centre. Yeah. Um, I think we need him to be that player. And it's sort of a question of with him and now Jordan Davis sort of oh. taking his second season. I think there's a lot on those two guys. Um, I'm getting goosebumps. It's going to be I'm just thinking about it, it, it like it, it could be. Up here. It, 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 I won't tell you what else I'm getting. <laughs> it Sorry, could be absolutely we are phenomenal. live. Um, <laughs> and he's basically come out and said his goal this season is defensive rookie of the year, and that's the kind of yes, you want from a player going in. You want a guy going, I've only got one shot of this, and this is the only thing that matters. Personally, obviously, cares about the team and would love to be getting to the Super Bowl and, and winning it in his first season in the NFL, but. You know, from a personal athlete point of view, to already be setting out in the first week of training camp is a good sign. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him game one. Can I, die on, can I die on a hill real quick? Yeah, no, we love we love hills and dying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> primarily hills. So, um, have you guys heard anything collectively about what Sidney Brown's performance, safety from Illinois, his performance has been in camp? I was reading a little bit. It just looks like he's running with this with the twos and the threes right now, which is on par for a third round rookie. That's, mm-hmm. that's where, he, that's where he should be. 
Um, this this is Sidney Brown and his compatriot, who unfortunately for you guys did go to the Washington Red Hogs, Jertavius Martin, the other safety from Illinois. <laughs> These two are so good. Uh, that's my hill that I'm dying on. I'll keep it. I'll keep it Eagles related. Yeah, uh, I, I'm dying on the Sydney Brown Hill. I don't. I would have to know what the rumors are out of camp to say to kind of project maybe whether he's picking up the defense quick enough to get some time. Because if he's not, it's going to take another year. But this dude had the highest athleticism score yeah. in the entire draft. He was. It, when I was looking, when we did our combine breakdown, this guy jumped out like no one else compared yeah. to his his peers, even his um his cohort at uh, at Illinois. I mean, I, I love this guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I I feel like the answer is not a lot, to be honest, AJ. There's not been a lot of noise out of camp so far from Sidney Brown. He's not been getting a lot of first team reps. No one's really talked about him in any of the interviews so far. Um, I, I did a quick little search there just while you were chatting to see if I'd missed anything particular. And and the only real chat is that he's 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 down with the twos and threes. So I think your your estimation that he's young, he's a rookie. Uh, there are more experienced guys in there. He didn't get taken early um, in the draft. Um, so I think probably um, learning the defense a little bit, taking some time before he <clears throat> really gets some action. So I, I would I would go out there on a limb or maybe not die on a hill and say, um, I think we need a little bit longer in, in camp to see what Sydney Brown's all about. But like you, <clears throat> very excited about where we put them up and also very excited about his potential because his potential is absolutely off the charts when you look at his, as his athleticism. And that's something that how he looks at on the defensive and offensive side of the ball is athleticism and how that can translate with good coaching. So um, likewise excited. Maybe not as excited as you sound, um, but but cert but cert certainly excited to see what he can do. I don't know, Mick, have you picked up anything else on the radar? Not from training camp. Like you said, he has been running with the threes. I started off the podcast talking about Kayvon Wallace taking most of the reps at safety beside Reed Blankenship, who has definitely cemented him as the, the start, one of the starting safeties. Um, and Sidney Brown has a great case to make for you know, playing alongside Reed, but we need to see it. We need to see it in camp. It's still early days yet. We've put on pads um, for the last practice. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens on Thursday and Friday for open practices. Um, and of course, like moving into, you know, game one, game two, game three of the preseason, because I expect Sidney Brown will probably get his chance to show what he can do in those games, whether he's playing either the box safety or, you know, playing a bit of post. Uh, he could probably play either position because of his athleticism, what AJ says, what he's got, his traits, what he did in the combine. He, he flies and he tackles. He doesn't maybe need improvement on, on you know, his uh, targeting skills. But um, this guy glides on the fields and roller skates. If you watch the tape, he, he looks like he's on roller skates when he's, when he's on the field because he's so fast, he's so quick to the ball. He's unbelievable and... I wrote it in when we were doing a rookie preview that he could he could be the shagger we're looking for. Shagger, oh, we haven't named the shagger this year. He could be. He could. He could be shagger. From memory, he bit a bit. He bit a bit on um, wide receiver routes and needed that speed to kind of catch up. From memory, um, <clears throat> haven't heard any of that out of training camp yet so far. But a um, couple of things on that. AJ, you're like an ultra HD now, so someone stopped watching Family Guy. 
in your house clearly um and and also Mo modern mod modern modern family modern, i'm sorry i'm sorry modern family uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and also I don't, I don't know about you mick but like when they, when the eagles put the pads on for training camp do, do you like me wear pads to go to bed and sleep for the rest of the off season in pads is that just me uh, uh do you buy pa pads do you mean incontinence pads because that's what that's, <laughs> that's I was, gonna, are you, I was gonna say are you talking about my downstairs pads yeah yeah i'm not i'm talking pads pads all over you know it's see aj you're on the podcast and you know you're a bad influence so you know i don't know we're getting this. an insight into uh to liam's yeah they're, 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 we, moment. Pookie, pookie. <laughs> it's not too late, it's not too late. <laughs> all right we're getting out of control we're getting out of control um all right before we before we move on to the next part of the podcast anything any other questions aj you have for us on what we've seen in training camp so far or what we're excited about from this team. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> can we take can we take a minute to speak about Jalen Hartslow? Yeah, okay. That that's 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 fair. Um uh, go you go Mick. Go, go. No, it's just because like a lot's been said over the last well, the entire off season, I suppose, from when the the loss of the Super Bowl to how Jalen Hurts was go is going to recover from the Super Bowl, and you know, well, he takes a step back in year three, or you know, he, he adds more tools to his belt, and you know, becomes another Batman uh, that <laughs> Philadelphia needs. Uh, and so far in camp, I think he's been immaculate. He yeah. has thrown. Um, and he tight spaces. He's put um, you know drop balls into uh, AJ Brown's hands. He has you know he's run the checkdowns with with, with um, Smith, and he's taking care of the ball as well. He's thrown no interceptions so far in, in camp, um, which we can't say for uh, Dak Prescott. No, um, but I mean he's just taking care of business, and that's what he does. He got paid a hell of a lot of money in the off season. We thought you know what's what is Hurts going to look like this year. And it looked immaculate. That's that's the word that I've got for him this year. It's immaculate. I, I just think we're seeing the the year-on-year -year progression of a perennial superstar in the league. I mean, this guy has been written off at nearly every season for the last five, six years of his college and his professional career. This guy just made it to the Super Bowl and would have been, you know, MVP had Patrick Mahomes not injected cocaine into his eyeballs and his arse to still be able to play on one leg like he he, he is obviously jokes aside um patrick mahomes is 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 amazing but he he has proven people wrong and there are still people saying now that jalen hurts is not a top five quarterback i mean jalen hurts was sensational last year people wrote him off when we drafted him we they wrote him off um, when Carson Wentz went, they wrote him off when we didn't trade for uh, Wilson. Um, and they wrote him off on the way to the Super Bowl. They wrote him off getting to the Super Bowl, said he wouldn't he wouldn't perform in the Super Bowl game. And they're writing him off now saying he won't be able to have the same season he has. And time and time again, he's proving everyone wrong because his character is unquestionable. And when you have an unquestionable character, you will work so hard to make sure that everything you're saying, you back up with, that you're not false, you're not fake. Um, and I said this in preseason last year. He went away last year and spent a few couple of weeks with Tom Brady um, to really learn how to be better on his accuracy, to be better on his throws when he's becoming under pressure, better on his, his short, medium, and long throws. 
and he continues to do that. Every single thing I'm hearing coming out of camp from the beat writers is the word immaculate, and they're talking about his accuracy. You look 18 months ago when uh, when AJ hated the Eagles. Um, <clears throat> 18 months ago, everyone said that Jalen Hurts couldn't couldn't hit a barn door. You know, all he was is a running back. There's still people we know here saying he's just a running back. He's not. He was one of the highest rated quarterbacks in the league in accuracy last year, in passer ratings last year, in touchdowns and interceptions last year. He can kill you on the ground. He's getting better accuracy-wise. That's all we're hearing out of camp. I mean, there's so many things that need to happen to take any team to the Super Bowl. The Eagles have a stacked roster, and on paper, they have to be one of the favorites to make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl. But there are so many factors that have to happen on the way there. But if you're going to ask me about this quarterback in this team, which I'm adding in the second part, where we stand right now, if everything goes to plan, if luck goes our way, and if injury goes our way, then I can't see us being anywhere else than the Super Bowl this, this season. And Jalen Hurts will be a large, large part of that. What did you make of the lock screen? Has everyone seen that before? Yeah, yeah. I, he came. He came. You got asked about it today, I think, didn't he? He did. And he's basically saying that for those listening in, the lock screen was a picture of Jalen Hurts walking off the Super Bowl field, looking distraught with confetti coming down, but also looking a bit focused, as if to say, "I don't want to walk away feeling this again." Yeah, and he, he's come out since and said, like, if it were up to me, you wouldn't see it. So it's more. It's like it probably confirms what we think, what everyone was thinking, which it uses it as motivation. And it just it's another string in the bow for when you're talking about how he's got the above the shoulder stuff locked down. He knows what he needs to do. He's so focused. He's the money hasn't changed a single thing. And anyway, and he's using that every day. Every time he opens his phone, he's reminded of where where he was and where he wants to be. And mm. and I'd say it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think what's, it's a. It's good what's your lock screen? What's your lock screen? My lock screen is Bodie, obviously. <laughs> Mine's Jalen <Yeah>. Hurts. <laughs> obviously. You, you can tell you haven't got any kids, Liam. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> um, on that note, uh, we're going to um, have a word from our sponsors and we'll be back with the NFC East game. Celebrate victories, rally through challenges, and bond with fellow fans as you toast with a dram of Loch Lomond single malt whiskey. From tailgating gatherings to watch parties at home, Loch Lomond whiskey becomes an essential companion, enhancing the moments that make football so extraordinary. It's the perfect accompaniment from the joy of victory to the bittersweet moments of defeat. Loch Lomond offer a wide range of malts with their flagship perfectly balanced and signature expressions inch moan and inch muren to suit any taste palate. Celebrate greatness on and off the field this season with a perfect balance of Loch Lomond whiskey and Eagles football. From the first pour to the crowd roar. Fly Eagles fly. Awesome. And we're back. Uh, those watching live knows we never went away. <laughs> those listening in have just heard uh, our lovely, illustrious um, co-host Mick with his dulcet tones talking about, of course, our sponsor, Loch Lomond Whiskies. 
Um, excellent. I'm going to probably pass the reins here, Phil, to you, my friends, as you. you've done some of the legwork on this. Is that all right? Can I pass it over to you for this? You certainly can. Um, excellent. Those, those who have been listening to us for a while now know that last season, as we touched on at the start, we um, we had a little game last season where we each combined, uh, drafted a combined NFC East team. Um, we did it off the cuff. We did it with a, a table on a Word document. Um, and we decided to bring it back this year. And we've invited AJ on to be the fourth because we were missing a a fourth in the, uh, to make it into a sleeper league. So we, I did create a sleeper league to to put the teams in theory onto just to see how they would do um, over the course of a season, see which team would actually be the best based on their actual performance over the season. It was quite interesting. Like I said, Liam couldn't help himself but explain that he uh, he was victorious, but he did draft the better team. I think it was safe to say he had AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts and I don't know how he... I don't think I won the vote though, Phil. We put a vote out no. on Twitter and I think I came last in the vote of who the best team was. Yeah, but I think that's more of a popularity contest, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so I've decided to bring it back this time, but this time we're going to do it actually on Sleeper. We've got AJ loaded in, as you can see on the screen now. I did a randomised draft order, so it is Liam with the first pick, and it will be a snake draft. Um, simply put, we're going to go through um, and draft our teams. There's only um, a starting lineup. There's no bench players or anything like that. It's literally just um, one quarterback, uh, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, kicker, uh defense i think that's it if my maths does me well um there are a couple of rules boys oh, hello no you already know them Liam. but it's uh you must draft a player from each nfc yeah. east team you can't just hoard all the eagles to yourselves you have mm -hmm. to draft one at least one position from each team so there will be uh judges violation penalties and all that sort of stuff um let me just bring up my. Can you draft? Button. Can you like so? For example, are we like game theory here? I know AJ is all about a bit game theory. Um, if I'm thinking game theory here, like can you can you draft more than one quarterback to block out? So someone has like a quarterback three, or is that not allowed? No, no. So no that's bench. specifically why I. Yeah, there's no bench. Yeah, oh, okay. So essentially, that it's it's. Um, that's a wasted pick. Yeah, it's a wasted pick, and also you're just well, we hate you. And... <laughs> We'll kick you off the, the podcast and we'll just do this with ourselves. Um, so, everybody, everybody happy? I mean, I can I might as well click start draft now. There's no time for So, uh, oh, here Leo, go. you are off or you are ready to pick. So, um, okay. One thing is, I did say if you have got it up, the guys should have all there their own sleeper league entry on their own phone. So should be able to make their picks automatically, but I am I'm here on hand with the master switch to put them in if if people need me to. So uh Liam, let's not make this really terrible listening ship. Let's try and get this show on the road. I mean, I got pick one point one and I've just spent about six minutes talking about this guy. And um as, obvious, isn't it really? as as I mean I, I thought about it. I, I genuinely thought about going non court non quarterback um making you guys go quarterback and then and then perhaps picking up two um more premium players at the wide receiver or running back position um but then i remembered who the other three running backs were uh, the other three uh, quarterbacks <laughs> were the other three quarterbacks were um dak prescott is throwing um pancake interceptions 
um, like he's never had pancakes in his entire life. Uh, we've got Daniel Jones, who is 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 the actual running back uh, quarterback of the of the class, and I can't even remember who Washington. Or Howell, Howell, have. Baby. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, come on, how really? over my roster, man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, without any further ado, the first pick of the 2023 NFC East British and Irish Eagles draft, Liam O'Neill selects, speaking in the third person, quarterback from Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. Oh, I have to do it, don't I? Yeah, no, I should do it. I should know the ground. No, no, I just, I'll, I'll do it. All right, I'm locked in. You're just hoping for a mistake, aren't you? You're hoping for like a slip of the finger. <laughs> Well, that brings AJ on for his first pick. Um, take it away, AJ. Uh, so my internet has been sort of in and out. It might be the all this um, Philadelphia stuff, uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it on the Eagles, and uh, I'll have I'll have some. I'm punting. I'm gonna tell you right now. I am punting on quarterback. You I'm, can't I'm, take a punter, only a kicker. I am punt. You know what? I'm gonna take. Um, <laughs> Give me, give me Notre Dame's Hunter Smith with the second pick. Punter from uh, class of 2005. Now, give me A.J. Brown because um, nice. it, that, that's that's my first name and because he's very good at football. And I'm punting on quarterback. And you've also just, definitely just, taken the picks that they, they both wanted to take next. Stockman. So. <laughs> Honestly, who invited this guy onto the podcast? Like, stop the pod. Like, get out of here, man. I was banking that I was going to get AJ Brown on this. Pod. I was like, I'm definitely. I'm th- I was th- thinking th- I was going to th- get him on the turn, to be honest, man. No, I was thinking, no. you guys are all going to go quarterbacks. I'll get the first wide receiver off the board. Fuck's sake. There was no way he was getting past me. Oh, and um, <laughs> oh, you've just put me in a just awful, awful, awful position because you know what uh-huh. I have to do in it, and you know I'm probably forced into taking a Dallas player. And You're taking oh, CD Lamb, and I absolutely hate Dallas. And uh, oh, honestly, there's got to be a there's got to be a fine for this, by the way. Anyone listening in, <laughs> a fine for taking the first Dallas player in the NFC <laughs> draft. Honestly, I think we should have made this an IDP league, Phil, by the way. And the show we could have had Ed Rushers in here. Okay, um, I'll, I'll stop blabbing on now. I, I think I'm going to have to take CD Land. Wow. We need a little like yeah. Oh, I've got that. Oh man, we ha- we uh we really we really botched it with uh with the soundboard. Good luck. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to go on for ages now, isn't it? <laughs> oh dear. Oh Wait, no! That's enough. Okay, that's enough. Oh, I'm really disappointed. I was really hoping I wasn't going to have to choose between all three of three of the remaining quarterbacks. I was hoping the choice was going to be made for me, and I could just make out that I wanted that guy all along. And now I've got to pick between mm. my brother. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I had, my, my, I had my hopes set on, on Sam Howell just as an outsider because I really thought he was going to be the one left, and I was like, Do you know what? I like the guy. I think he's going to have a good. Good chat, be exciting, and I won't have to pick Daniel Jones with that press cut. But oh, is it Mr. Interception or Mr. Interception? I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, I think based on the fact that, yes, he's going to have a lot of interception, but just 
he is the next best quarterback in the NFC East as it is. And I think it's going to be, um, it's going to have to be Dak, I'm afraid. Oh, God, cue the noise. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is this is going to be like what AJ has single-handedly managed to absolutely ruin <laughs> this this draft from the very first see. I round. genuinely thought having the number one pick here in this draft was going to screw me over so much because as soon as I picked Kirks, you weren't going to worry about it so much. But the fact that it's now gone hurts AJ and CD has really thrown the cat amongst the pigeons um, yeah. and and helped me out of it. That can't be real, what you just said. The camera, you never heard that phrase before? That cannot be real. So, oh, yeah, it's 100% real. So, like, do you know the context? I mean, I know what cats and the other thing are. <laughs> so, like, if someone throws it, have you ever heard the word spanner in the works? Uh, I'm, 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 build, I'm with context clues. I'm, I'm with you there. Okay, so same thing. Spanner in the works, or or he. So, like, if someone does something you weren't expecting, which is going to change your mind, oh, he's really thrown the cat amongst the pigeons there. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you, learn some, you learn something new every day, AJ. Oh, boy. You, you know what? You know what? I, I could day, just yeah. say whatever, too, and just tell you it's an American saying you don't know about. There you go. You think I'm lying to you, but I'm really not. No, I, I don't think you're lying to me, but it, is, it does open an opportunity for me to just make a bunch of stuff up for the rest and of And I the think show. you definitely should. I would encourage that behavior. Yeah. It's a it's a real knee slapper of a draft, as AJ might say. Yeah. Um, hey. <laughs> Depending on what's slipping. I'm not going to um, I'm thinking Right. All right. Good. Okay, Phil. Are you sharing the screen, Phil, or is it Mick? This is great listening it to is the podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm obviously on the turn, so I get to take my next pick. Um, yeah. And I'm torn between oh, taking. Oh, trying to. This is where it gets difficult because you're trying to predict what the other guys are going to do in the next six picks before. This I is what you did last year, Phil. And I, <laughs> I ended up having a terrible team, which actually didn't do too badly. Hey, Phil, don't Wentz wade too far there. into those mental waters. That's a dangerous place. <laughs> <I know laughs> you're treading, my man. You don't. You don't want to be going don't into go my there. mental cavities right now. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I think based on him being the absolute uh, core of the Giants offense and yeah. the fact that he's now he's now signed his new contract and he's not holding yeah. out means he will be playing. I can safely pick Saquon Barkley as my next pick. Wow. So, so just for just for list just for listeners listening in and those viewing right now, Phil, a co-host of the British and Irish Eagles podcast, has gone Dak Prescott from the Dallas Cowboys and Saquon Barkley from the Giants. I will let you say yeah. whatever you want to say, folks. Just to hit me with it, guys. Mick, who are you going with? You should have got a call back now. Man, you, you, to, see, before, to be fair, you sniped me on that pick because uh, that's where I was going to go as well, Phil. So I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, Thanks, Mick. Liam's just sitting on his high horse because he had the 101, so he was always getting jailing. Um, but, Please go uh, hell there. <laughs> sorry? Are you going hell here? <laughs> Are you joking? You must be joking. Um, I have to play a little yeah, bit Mick, of redemption. You're, you're, you're about to do something I'm sure that you're not going to enjoy very much, huh? No, I think I'm going to enjoy it a lot. Are you? Okay. I, I, know where you're, I know where you're going. I know where you're you know, going. Gigi, is your adopted son? 
So Mick is gone just to update on Mick's two picks so far. Mick has gone CD Lamb at pick 1.3 and at pick 2.2, he has gone Devontae Smith. Two absolute elite wide receivers. It's a shame he's got no quarterback throwing to them. <laughs> All right, I'm Ron Burgundy, and you yeah. are in. You're not in San Diego, so yeah. Who is your Who is your pick at two point three? Talk me, talk us through it. So this is where I thought Mick was going to have to make the difficult decision to take back to back Cowboys. Yeah, and that's where I, <laughs> I thought. Just, I, I that's where I thought the mental strain was coming from. I'll shoulder <laughs> that burden for you. No, Mick, that's the constipation. I'll have I'll have me some emodium and a little bit of Tony Pollard. Nice, nice. nice that was a nice pick. That's exactly what I was thinking as well, AJ. But I just didn't have it in me. Didn't have it in me. I respect you more for what. Oh, you this did. is nice. I'm Phil. I, I'm really. I'm really liking that you the way I wasn't going to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is this is shaping up shaping nice. Up. I'm really, I'm really loving actually where this is falling for me here. Um, so I'm going to go um, with a guy who is also going to have a breakout year and he continues to have breakout years. And I'm going to go back to back Eagles on my first few picks and give, give me tight end <laughs> with the 2.4 pick, please. Derek Barnett. Oh, you made it back to me. Oh, well. Right, I gotta make that pick. Where are we? We should, we should know with three massive Eagles fans on the podcast that the just the Eagles players are not going to make it back to us. Yeah, but but I have to be very aware that I have to take a player from every team as well. Um, and as I'm looking on the board right now, I feel confident I can pick up players elsewhere that are going to get me some some yardage. Um, but I, I need a, I need a wide receiver one. Um, and as I look around, there is only, well, I mean, if you take the Giants apart, like there's, there's only one more wide receiver one on the board. Um, and although I'm not very confident of the quarterback who is throwing to him, give me scary Terry. Give me Terry McLaurin from That's the Washington the football hmm. team, soon to be known the Washington, I don't know, fuckwits. Oh. Yeah, good Washington run. Red Hogs is there affectionately known. Washington, yeah, the Washington Red Hogs, the Washington <laughs> Wasters. This has definitely been. Henry. This is definitely. A, we need. We need to preface this podcast from our normal listeners as to this is a unique British and Irish Eagles podcast. So am I doing this game? Am I? Ah, sorry, sorry. Let me, let me, let me go in. I'll do it. It's because it's because I'm alive. Let me, let me go get Scary Terry over there. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very happy about Jalen Hurts throwing to Scary Terry and Dallas Goddard, by the way. Go on then, AJ. Who's, your, uh, who's the yeah. uh, quarterback that you're going to pick out of the remaining So, team? I'm not going to take a quarterback. I know I, what you guys are thinking. I'm not going to I'm going to take a quarterback. I'm not going to take one. <laughs> yeah. AJ, that's me and you are locked into the quarterback to the very end. 
Yeah, but who do you, I mean, I mean, to be honest, if, I, if I'm going to give advice right now, if you're thinking of fantasy points, Daniel Jones, if he stays fit, is going to get a hell of a lot more points than Sam Howell's because of his legwork. So there is value in one of you picking him. You've never seen Sam Howell at UNC if you're talking about legwork, man. That's, that's yes. a guy that oh. can move. Mick, how beautiful. Well said. Listen, <laughs> Mick, I'm going to not take a quarterback so much harder than you because I'm not going to take a quarterback. <laughs> Uh, I we have to take one player from each team, correct? That's the rule. Yes. Okay, so I'm uh, I sort of backed myself into this, uh, and you gentlemen probably want to think about this too. Uh, not as much as me because I've definitely punted on quarterback and I've made that clear. Give me Darren Waller because that's the only giant I want. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm getting sniped mm. left, right, and center right now. I mean, just... there is there is literally nothing left at the tight end position. <laughs> Unless you think Jake Ferguson and, Pe- and Peyton Hender- Hendershot are gonna like just stream off the block out as rookies, yeah, yeah. And I, and I mean, I've used my, I've used, uh, I've used my, so, I? Oh, I so, so far, so far on the board, uh, ju- oh, we'll do it after the next two picks. We'll do it, we'll do a recap of the first three picks each, all right. So, I think with both of the decent tight ends off the board. I'm going to have to, and I've already selected both my wide receivers. Not going quarterback yet. Me and AJ are locked in a death grip until the mm-hmm. very last pick for mm-hmm. a quarterback. So I will select John Drew Smith. Oh, nice. I wasn't so sure you were, you might not go for Logan Thomas there when you were talking about the tight ends and putting Phil in a real hole of having like basically no scoring tight ends. But yeah, all right. <laughs> I like it. Right, yeah. So I haven't picked an eagle yet. So uh, I'm now oh. trying to see pick what's left, but I don't think oh, there's boy. anyone. Oh, oh dear. Uh, Marcus Mariota's been doing really well in camp. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> it's tough shit. to get real uh, what, is, what do I see there? Is that is that Ian Book, the third string running <laughs> Yeah. Back? Yeah, he's, he's my guy. All-time winning as quarterback from Notre Dame. Yep. <sighs> Apparently, he's had a very average camp. Just in case you were wondering. Hey, AJ. Are you okay? I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> oh, uh, we got some. <laughs> I, I love that, Mick. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I came on, I didn't see the number. All I saw was what kind of looked like a sort of V-neck scrubs and then uh, Under Armour logo, and I was like, I didn't know Under Armour was putting out scrubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the fitness coach for the local hospital over here, AJ. It just, it just it just looks so good on me. I am chiseled out well, of marble. Mick, another, that's another 10 years of Under Armour for us, my friend. I don't know if you saw that. I yeah. did see that. I did see that. Very that. nice. Yeah. All right, Phil. Come on. Let's get us back in the game here. You're looking yeah, at I was just listening to the, the great Notre Dame chat. So it's, mm-hmm. it's I, I felt like this happened to me last year. I think I was the last pick last year. And <laughs> you of, are basically Zach Berman on the Birds of Fred podcast. He does this every time. He plans and he overthinks and then he's like, well, oh shit. That's <laughs> more the case of I just don't know what he's saying. I feel like you know, I've had some good picks. I'm happy with, with Prescott and Barkley for where I was, but nice. I had no idea this was where the draft was gonna go. Yeah, draft snakes, um, baby. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Christian McCaffrey. No. <laughs> I, wish, well done. I wish the fact that he's only. still there is ridiculous. Chess, chess. We're all playing checkers. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You're moving. 
Exactly. I take my, the most sound. Can't take most sound. Oh, it's gone. No, it's gone. It's gone, buddy. Randy it's Moss gone. Still on there. <laughs> I was D kind Jacks. of listening to this. Hey, Hugh Jackman. D Jax. He might come back. Take uh, take Hugh Jackman. He could, he could do a job at tight end, I reckon. What do you say about um, Hugh Jackman's... Uh... I reckon he could do a job at tight end. That's not what I heard. No, I mean, he, yeah, there's a lot going on <laughs> there. Uh, I'm, I was gonna you guys are bad. You guys are bad. You guys are bad boys. My, my <laughs> lord. Um, all right, come on, Phil. Let's let's get let's get this going. Let's get this going. I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to make this time for people listening. Yeah, I can't just pick and then move on. We've got to discuss these picks. All right, go on. I was going to pick McLaurin, but I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson because I need to pick up the Washington, the next best Washington player because it pretty much drops off, apart from maybe a couple of the running backs, which I'm sure are going to go in the next. Couple picks. I think you're all sleeping on Washington. I I can see one, two, three, four. I can see at least four four players I'd be very comfortable with starting in my team. Well, I've got me second pick. Uh, let's uh, do a bit of a recap here, a second, just for the listeners. Yeah, um, while you do that, it gives me a chance to figure out what, what the hell I'm going to do. What are you going to do next? Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, we'll 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 just go down in, in order. So, um, Liam, myself, I have Jalen Hurts, Scary Terry McLaurin, and Dallas Goddard as my first three picks. Sensational, really, if I, if I'm being honest. Um, we have no quarterback for I'm Ron Burgundy, also known as AJ from the at SWF underscore podcast on X. And he has AJ Brown and as his namesake, Tony Pollard, who everyone is screaming out is going to be like a top five running back this year. And it could happen, but he could, in my eyes, quite easily be a, you know, a, a top 25, 30. This is the benefits of being the host, AJ. I get to diss on your teams. Uh, Darren mm. Waller, who is past his prime, um, also picked as the third pick for AJ. And uh, Mick, um, I, I'm not, can't really diss this. Three good picks. CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Smith, and, and, and um, Swift, uh, who could perhaps not be fit, but a good pick if he does say fit. And I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there and say the Phil's is, 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 on, is on par or as good as mine with Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley, and Jahan Dotson. That's how I see the board so far. And that's where we all are. So um, over to you, Phil. Um, your pick coming up for the first pick of round four. Jake Elliott. Um, <laughs> not I mean, not, not yet, a bad no. shout. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I'm going to go with another running back here, and I'm toying between one of the two uh, Washington running backs here uh, to take them off the board for you guys. Um, I'm going to go with Brian Robertson. Nice. Oh, oh, bless. Oh, bless. Mick oh, has been bless. sniped all over the shop. You sniped me with Barkley, I get sniped again with Waller, I get sniped again with Robinson. Three rounds in a row, man. Oh, God, I was falling back to you. Hey, 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 Mick, you've got Swift, Smith, and Lamb. Stop, stop your moaning and get on with it. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll moan as much as I need to moan uh, to get the job done. To get the job done. Absolutely. Um, right. So. So you don't have a tight, you don't have a tight end, you don't have a defense, you don't have a kicker, you don't have a quarterback. Um, You have two wide receivers and a running back so far. A running back, you may not even make it to the season fit. I will hasten to add. See, Liam, the problem is right because fantasy football is so weighted to offensive weapons. 
mm-hmm. opposed to defenses. So if, if you're being real from it, you're, you're going to probably take a defense because you're like, yeah, like the Philadelphia defense is so much better than mm-hmm. you know, say, uh, you know, the Giants defense or the Washington, well, the Washington defense getting paid for, but. But that's not the way fantasy works. Fantasy Correct. is different from real life, and you just don't really get the point. So there's not much value there. Um, so I'd agree I'm, with that. You're probably talking about like a 20 point differential over the whole season, where other positions it could be like 50, 60, 70. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's that's the way you've got to sort of look at this thing. And you, you know, if, if we were just if we weren't using sleeper as a, as the measuring tool, you know, and Maybe we were selecting defensive players or like edge players and stuff like that. I could maybe get a little bit more interesting in that sort of way, but I'm just buying time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know, we know. Good, good. It's better listening now, right? Oh, By yeah. the way, why does my face look like a burnt tomato right now? I mean, I'm Doesn't quite hot. That's because you were being that you've been getting. Yeah. Well, we won't talk about my stag do on this podcast. But that, that felt like an SAT question. I don't know if this is like only the United States, but that felt like an SAT question with only right answers. You asking, "Why does my face look like?" Correct. S. Yeah. All yeah. of the above. Yeah, all, all of the above are correct. <laughs> Come on, Mick. Let's go. We got we got AJ for another twenty five minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, okay. I will have to go. I'm really, I'm really stuck at this point. I think I'm going to go Penny. Penny. Oh, wow. Wow. Nice pick. Three. I feel like the Eagle is on the bounce, mate. I feel like AJ was just and about I've got to them. go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm scooping up these Eagles. I like that. I I'm, I'm, I'm quite disappointed by that pick because that was going to be my next pick. Uh, so, yeah. That, that does disappoint me. Oh, Liam, he was. He was certainly just never going to get to you. Give me, uh, give me Antonio Gibson as the only viable running back left. Fuck's sake! Um, oh, yeah, I know, I know. I, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it either. Uh, but I, I will say, Liam, you, you, um, you got you, you washed these sheets, dried them, hung them up, and you made this bed for sure. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I'm neglecting I'm running still- backs like a real pro. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still feeling, I'm still feeling, feeling pretty confident. Um on my running back picks, uh, given the injury history of Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, and Brian Robinson, um, neither of which have been known for their health in their careers. True. So I don't feel I don't feel too too bad about this. Ricky Bobby. I don't feel I don't feel I don't feel too bad. I don't feel too bad about this. But I am I am I'm I'm gonna go with another wide receiver, and I'm gonna another wide receiver who has had multiple, multiple thousand yard seasons, no matter where he's been. Yeah. And he's probably going to be the number two wide receiver for Dallas this year because Michael Gallup yeah. isn't quite it. And I'm gonna have to go with Brandon Cooks out of Dallas as my fourth pick. And I think I don't think there's anywhere else I really. I, it would have been a, a a faux pas had I not gone down that room. I feel. That's right. You got your Dallas player, Liam. So I got a. So I got a. What have I got here? I got two Eagles. I got a Washington. I got a Dallas. I got two wide. I got a. I got wide receiver one or wide receiver two. A a tight end one, and I got a. Um, I got a running back one. All right, who we got left on the board here? Um, I could go back up to Saquon. 
I could go back up to Pollard. I believe Roland Jones is out injured. Malik Davis not really done much. Deuce Vaughn could be interesting. Five foot five. Um, mm-hmm. could, could make some plays this year. Um, he is not so sure. Cool. Oh, he's tiny. Mean? Yeah. What do you mean? He's, is he, is he, <laughs> is he an inch smaller than, um, our, our favorite, uh, Eagles running back of all time? Sproles? Yeah. Was he five, six? Yeah, I think he is. I could go, I could go wide receiver. I could go wide receiver again. I need to look at my positions right here you real quick. Here. Go wide receiver again. That'd be super rude. Super rude if you went wide receiver again. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I'm not allowed. I you need to. Okay, can't. I can't. Okay, well, this makes my decision really easy for me. This makes my decision really easy for me. Uh, I'm ooh, okay. I'm quite happy with that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Has Antonio? Has Antonio Gibson gone? <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with. Give me. Give me Kenneth Gainwell. I, give me Kenneth Gainwell. <laughs> give me Kenneth Gainwell because I and I'm gonna back this up. I do not believe DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny are both gonna be fit for the season. Here go. Here go. Gainwell is gonna be running back one or running back two. Probably very early in the season, and I apologize for my my waiting there. <laughs> On to you, AJ. Who's your quarterback? <laughs> uh, you, you I don't know if you're trying to manifest it, but I can I can neglect a human being. Of course, like he is. nobody else you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he is. He's trying game theory badly. Uh. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, talk out loud, or do I keep this all inside? You don't want to. Say so you got. Say it, say it, man. That's bad. That's <laughs> you bad. got. You you um, you you need another wide receiver badly. So they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it's been the word around town recently that I need that I need another wide receiver. <laughs> Um, I, I give me Isaiah Hodges. Yeah, that's a terrible pick. Hold well on, Some, somebody, somebody <laughs> had to do it. <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst pick in the draft so far. That is that's <laughs> ever so I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't see Hodges getting selected. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you're on our, our, you're on our podcast, AJ. There's the, I know you've only had three hours since Monday, but there's no there's no punches pulled here, my friend. We throw all of the cats amongst all of the pigeons right here, over here. Okay. <laughs> I, like it, yeah, I can appreciate it. <laughs> How do we get the pigeons? Funny, we've already got we've already got them. They're already here in the shed. All right, my uh, dudes. I've been thinking about two players, and they're both tight ends. Oh, okay, yeah. Like it, and you know it's between Jake Ferguson, it's between Logan Thomas, and there's not an awful lot between them, I don't think. Um, although I tell you what, Dak likes to throw his tight ends, and he'll, he'll be missing Schultz this season. Jake he Ferguson could put together a season where he's tight end one. Yeah, I'll take Jake Ferguson. Yeah. Well, that at least allows me to not give a shit about the tight end now until the last pick because 
Yeah. Logan Thomas, you will be the last pick of the draft. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, Spoiler. So now I'm going thinking I'm running out of Eagles to pick. Um, so I'm struggling to think what is a good pick. Well, this is a fine. Where like it's his fifth pick of the draft and he's got no Eagles players. What's going on? <laughs> I know. Jesus. Um, I picked him last year. Um, and I think Joseph Nagata. Yeah. No. Is he actually I, even on the game? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going. Is he eight? Oh, Second you mean on sleeper? Now, probably not. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm going for Michael Gallup. That's my, okay. It's my favorite eagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? Where have we gone? The draft, the draft, has, the, the draft has disappeared. Liam, it's domestic stuff. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Phil, did you get a turn down from the wife? Did you get a turn it down? No, she needs something from the office. Uh, bear with me two seconds, guys. All right, uh, AJ and me will do Eagles related. AJ and me will do the eight mile rap battle. Um, Eminem and I can't remember even one that. <laughs> How are we feeling about your draft so far, gentlemen? Mick, you feeling confident? Man, I'm feeling good about my draft so far, but I am very conscious that I have three Philadelphia players, two Dallas players, and I need to fill the rest of my roster out with either a giant or a commander. Yeah. And the, the options are slimming at this moment. I've only got three picks left, so I have I definitely have to pick a giant and a, and a commander within those three picks. So, again... It's, and it's, how are you feeling about the quarterback situation? Because, like, you're in a situation here where both of you yeah. are, where, I mean, depending on what Daniel Jones does, he's probably going to play most of the season, Daniel Jones, no matter what happens. Sam Howell potentially might not play all of the season, no matter what happens. So there could be a huge, I'm being real here, there could be a huge differential in points between picking either of those quarterbacks. So I know you said it's down to the last pick, but... You might need to think of a bit of game theory between when you're picking between now and then. What's up, Mick? How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am numb. I am how numb from the waist down. <laughs> uh, I've been sitting in an ice bath for three hours. <laughs> this is this is this is the highlight of the of the draft because not only did I click the wrong button to turn off my camera, I ended up stop sharing screen. You all <laughs> hey, it's all good. We're all we're all for this type of content. Don't worry, we filled it. We filled it with need, ice I mean, baths and stories. You're all you're only wrong with tent hooks. All she wanted was some paper and some felt tip pens. I don't know what sure. she's getting up to downstairs, but yeah. it worries and frightens me. Um, story. So next I'm going like I said, I'm struggling with the eagle side of things. Um and I feel like now is the perfect time to go a little bit outside the box. Oh, we like that. And go for the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, nice pick. Nice pick. Phil is going to be the only Eagles fan on this draft that only picks one Eagles person or place position in the whole draft. That is going to be defense. Just need a kicker and uh, tight end. I mean, we're going to send this to Coach Singleton and see what he thinks about your team in the NFC East draft. Let, let's have a round of applause for Phil. Uh, his first well, um, <laughs> like, 
in the sub. That's what you need, AJ, when you're asking Ryan to clap on your podcast. You need oh. fake sound effects. It's so oh, much fun. It's so Forty it's minutes like... into the draft, <laughs> hey. Mick has his own podcast within a podcast where he can just say something and then press a button and it'll do what he wants. Which you're right is what I need because the two boys that I have with me never do what I want. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, sorry. Um, I know I'm having too much fun. That's a, that's the problem. I'm having too much fun. Um, I mean, okay, really so the space with those buttons, Mick. I'm really into it. So pepper him, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we don't realize is that he's got emojis on the side, and he just pushes emojis on the screen, and they just happen. <laughs> I love it. Um, so quarterback is still death grip with AJ. So I'll skip that for now. I need a kicker. Oh. I need defense. And I do either need to Washington or Giants in one of those positions. And oh, do I need to do a I'm struggling with myself? Oh, oh man. I really don't, I don't even want to do this. And I really don't Right, you've got you got a I know, quarterback. I know, I know where I've got, but the, the reason kicker, the, the reason I'm struggling, right? Because I kind of want the Dallas defense because I think they're, they're head and shoulders above the other two. But that leaves me with very limited options, and it could catch me out when when drafting the final two positions. Because if if hypothetically, if I was to take Dallas defense just now, and then AJ was to take, um. I don't know. He has two picks to take a quarterback there. Yeah, I, I before you have your last pick. Quarterback Correct. because of my last pick. Yeah, yeah. So with that in mind, take a quarterback. Oh, I love this. The game. No, oh, I'm, what the? I'm taking Graham Garrow, the the kicker, <laughs> of the New York Giants, New York Football Giants. <laughs> he is off the board. Kicker one. Kicker one. Oh, oh. Graham. Kicker one is off the board. I love it. I want total science silence for this. Okay. I, I, I would like, I'm going to take Daniel Jones, quarterback of the New York Giants. <laughs> that's going to hurt. <laughs> I think that's a really wise uh, move. And I, I think it is, well, it is really wise. And I thought yeah. Mick was getting there. And I was like, please don't, Mick. Please don't. No. Go there. Yeah, you, you fuck you fucked up there, Mick. I think that makes, that makes too much sense. You you've got you you had a great team Lamb when you when, yeah when he had Lamb Smith and Swift he was doing fine. Then he fucked it with Penny Ferguson and Gano straight afterwards. I feel like I've had a middling draft like the whole way through. It's not been terrible. Yeah, it's just I'm, not I'm been exciting. Too. Yeah, this 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 uh, all the the good draft vibes have dissipated. Everywhere except <laughs> except Liam's running back room. Everyone else is like is is good to whatever. Yep. And I and I am I am torn. I am torn. Um, I'm torn, and I will tell you the players I'm torn between. In fact, have you all filled up all of your running back rooms? Yep. Yeah. Ah, so I don't need to worry about that to my last pick. So no, let's play don't. some games right here. You need you nearly threw me there, AJ. I <laughs> I only went straight into the running back. I only went straight into the running back. So I, I need to think about my defense, and I need to think about my kicker. Um, and if I know I'm going to go there, 
If I know I'm going to go there, oh, hang on. It's going to be I don't, Elliott. Let's just get on with it. I only need, so just to be clear, I only need one Giants player for my final three picks, and I can pick wherever else I want. So that that helps me with this pick. That helps me with this pick. I don't think I want to go there, and I can't go there, which means I could go there. This is great entertainment. <laughs> no, Phil, Phil, Phil. This is like when they first read the script for they like cold read the script for a beautiful mind this is exactly what it sounded like <laughs> i'm just i'm just googling map reader's age right now <laughs> map reader is map reader is 28 uh i'm not liking his total rushing yards or his rushing touchdowns uh, eric gray he's the rookie right the rookie they signed this year eric gray Take the wee man. Take this. Yeah, but mm, I don't need to go running back yet. No one else can take him, so I might as well go elsewhere. AJ has not got anywhere else to be right now, don't worry. So, okay, yeah, right. I'll hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why haven't I got the names of the kickers on here? I'm going to go into my I'm gonna go into my app. All right. I mean, you don't know the, the... I don't know the Washington football team's yeah. kicker. No, the Washington yeah. commander's kicker. Do you know him off by heart? Of course not. Well, that's that's pathetic. Really. Of course he does. <laughs> While he googles it, but I don't. But I don't have to worry about it because I've already got Graham signed up to a one-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to take away what you wanted. I'm going to go with the Dallas defense. That is some spiteful behavior. Do you need me to do it, Liam, or are you going? Yeah, you do do it. <laughs> oh, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> He's too distraught. He can't. Yeah, it's not, it's not a bad pick having the Cowboys defense. All right, that allows me that allows me to go again. I went very Irish right there. Uh, and I, I'll go with my kicker. And uh, I have a choice of kicker between. Oh, okay. Well, this is oh, this is difficult. Okay, so I have to go. I can't. I have to go with my last kick. Okay, so that's put me in a bit of a spot of bother actually. So I'm going to have to go with a, a running back. One of your picks. One of your picks have to be Breeder. Yeah. No, I'm just. I've just. I've just. I've just realised that. No I, I, I'm just getting there. <laughs> Thank you. I've just. I've just realised that. That um, train just pulled up to the station. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to go Eric Gray. Um, I'm not going to go Matt Breeder. I'm going to go Eric Gray in the hope that Saquon falls down and Eric Gray sparks into life. Give me Eric Gray. Lucky you, Liam. It just doesn't matter at all because these guys are going to lay uh, a number of goose eggs regardless of what their first or last name is. Yep. I know. It's not going to go well. But uh, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not liking my running back position, to be fair. But it is what it is. <laughs> I fucked um, up. I, I should have went Juice Vaughn first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, I would like to just take a second and sort of all together as 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 a community appreciate that Dan Snyder no longer owns the Washington Red Hogs. Um, we are free. All of us. Washington, D.C. is free. It's still a bit of a cesspool, but for totally different reasons. Uh, but give me the Washington 
uh, Red Hogs defense force. Nice. Mm. Nice. Damn. That doesn't leave you much on defense. No, it forces my hand, man. It forces my hand. Because for my next two picks have to be both how um terrible <laughs> has to be how in the giants new york defense. giants defense so i mean i mean at this point in the draft so, yeah let's go can, let's go can i can i just ask you and you can shit all over my team as well but can i just ask you mick how you feel about your tight end being ferguson your kicker being gano your defense being the giants and your quarterback being sam Howell? i feel okay <laughs> we'll find out at the end well, of the season. <laughs> we'll find out at the end of the season. Well, my two picks now have no other choice other than to be a kicker and the Logan Thomas lowly tight end. And so I think it's clear that I'm going to go for Jake Elliott as my kicker oh, since the? I can pick whoever I want. <laughs> I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't pigeonholed myself into a particular team, which was my strategy all along. Um, although that does leave me with. Uh, I'm not even going to look down for him because he'd be really low down there. 689. Oh no, he said even lower. 259. Oh, 259. All right, not too bad. And that is my draft finito. So on to you guys to wrap it up. And Sam Howell, as expected, has gone to Mick, bringing it to AJ to bring in his final pick, which Mm. is going to be a kicker, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. And well, the last two picks are going to be. Kickers, leaving you with either the Washington. Who is the Washington kicker anyway? I did say that earlier. Don't great, think great knows. question, Phil. <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> does anyone know who? Does anyone know who the Dallas kicker is? <laughs> is it possible to, to search Dallas? That Dallas don't know who the Dallas kicker is at this I, moment in time. I was gonna say. I mean, uh, it looks be... like. Um, Brandon Aubrey. Uh, yeah, I saw that, but he had projected no points. So a soccer star who played at Notre Dame, Brandon Aubrey. Okay. All right, who's that one for Dallas? Uh, yeah, so, so Brandon Aubrey. Aubrey. I don't think that's right. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm not. Uh, Joe Slyle. I'm not planting my flag yet. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> unless Phil already pl- unless Phil planted it, then it's fine. No, I'm just trying to search for them from the, the Alright, okay. I, I know I know who the Washington kicker is. The Dallas one's yeah, um, um, Michael Michael Badgley. <laughs> you know, good old good old Mikey. Oh yeah, so he is. Tristan Vizcaino. Yeah. Tristan Vizcaino, give me that one. That appears to be at present the Cowboys kicker. Try Stan. Stan 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 is his full name. What uh, the <laughs> I love in the sleeper reaction on this one. Sleeper's uh, <laughs> uh, losing its mind on this track because it doesn't understand what someone, is going on. Right someone now. tell me who the Washington kicker is. Is it Joey Slyle? Give me Joey Slyle. S L Y E. Even if it's not, give him Joey Slyle. Uh, hang on, hang on, wait, wait, wait. Is it? Is he? What's it's what's it say about him? It's not him. It's it not could him. be Badgley. 
It's, he's projected points, apparently. Can I have Slyle or Badgerly? <laughs> you can have one of them. You need to pick one, though. <laughs> I mean, Sly is ranked higher than Badgerly, from what I remember. Yeah, so... Give me Slyle. I'll take a punt. I'm taking a punt on Gray. I'll take a punt on Slyle. You were talking about the back end of rosters, man. Yours is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> You're a bit top heavy. What the? That is the draft complete. Gentlemen. Mick, I'm assuming <laughs> that you have a fairly limited number of buttons to push. Yes? <laughs> There's only six emojis. I have so many <laughs> buttons. I've got all of the buttons. All right, let me do a recap and let's get the hell out of here. Um, all right, so um, we will do the draft order starting from right to left this time because we did it from left to right last time. So we will start with what I think is probably the most balanced draft team of them all and potentially the most sensible draft team of them all, and that is Phil's team, hashtag the fence. Um, Dak Prescott, a quarterback, two running backs of Saquon Barkley and Robinson from Washington, not by John, who is at Atlanta. Um, <laughs> not, not, yeah, not great wide receivers, uh, you know, wide receiver two, three on both teams, Jahan Dotson and Michael Gallup, a very strong Philadelphia Eagles defense, the best kicker probably in Jake Elliott, and... I don't know, the third or fourth best tight end. I can't, I can't pick between those with Logan, Logan Thomas. So not, not, a bad, not a bad team, Phil. Well done. Hold on a sec. Um, we'll go with Mick's team. There you go. Bit late, bit late, Mick, but all right. Yeah. Uh, we'll, go with, we'll go with Mick's team. And at quarterback, he has Sam Howell, who will play a total of four games this season. Um, he has got two seriously impressive wide receivers. The, the best one-two punch yeah, definitely, by a mile, in C.D. Lamb and Devontae Smith. Two incredible running backs, both of who will be in hospital by week six, in Swift and... In the same Penny. hospital. In the same hospital, I'm joking. Uh, Swift and Penny. Um, Jake Ferguson at tight end. Graham Gano at kicker and the New York Giants defense. Fairly well-rounded team there, Mick. Well done. Um, and at quarterback, I am Ron Burgundy, also known as AJ from at SWF underscore podcast on X.com, maybe. Um, he has Daniel Jones at quarterback. Um, decent points. I think Daniel Jones will get starts. His two running backs are, uh, are very strong. He's got uh, Antonio Gibson if he beats out Chris Rodriguez Jr. and also Brian Rogers Jr., well, hopefully they're just his juniors and he tells him he's a senior and tells him to fuck off. That was a terrible joke. I will move on. Um, <clears throat> Tony Pollard and, and Anthony Gibson. Um, AJ Brown, a wide receiver, which is an incredible wide receiver one. Unfortunately, he has Isaiah Hodgins, who no one knows about. Um, at tight end, he has Darren Waller, who could be an absolute stud or could go missing. Um, and he has the Washington Commanders on defense. And I cannot pronounce the Dallas kicker. Vizcanio or something like that. I can't. Uh... Getting there, yeah. And I will go with the best quarterback in the NFC draft with Jalen Hurts, as I did have the first pick, so I can't really claim much on that front. Two of my wide receivers that I'm throwing to are scary Terry McLaurin and Brandon Cooks. I'm very happy about. I have the best tight end in the draft in Dallas Goddard. I fail a little bit, quite a lot, at running back. A lot needs to happen for Kenny Gainwell and Eric Gray to be running back one for both their respective teams, for the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. I have the Dallas Cowboys in defense, who are probably the second-best defense on the board. And I have a kicker who will probably be working in McDonald's within the next six weeks. 
And that is the end of the draft, folks. We will put this up on social media. You can vote. And the forfeit for the draft will be that the winner will ask the loser to pay a nominal amount of their choosing to a charity of the winner's choosing. We will obviously, at the end of the season, the end of the season um, results and awards, AJ, we will have you back on the podcast probably before then, but if not, definitely then, to discuss those. We have been the British and Irish Eagles podcast. AJ, Phil, Mick, thank you all for your time this evening. Good afternoon to you as well, AJ. We'll be back next week with our next podcast and a special guest, no doubt. We'll speak to you then, and we love you.